throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Weekly Wisdom and Insights. I am your host, Dear James, and my amazing host, the Lady Jacqueline, is off this week. So welcome, 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 everyone. This is where we look at the current energies. We listen to the unseen, um, and when the Lady Jacqueline is with us, we deliver also human design wisdom. In today's show, it's really amazing because the month of October, as, as you know, September was a bridge month. And so as we begin October and we're beginning really this transition, we've moved from the transition month into the new, October being a 10-month. Um, and of course, it exceeds that. It's not as simple as that. It's, it's far grander. Um, and so... We're going to look back because they all week long from since last week's show, they kept showing me the five, six, the five, six, the five, six and hexagram 56. As you know, from watching last week, if you haven't, please do, um, you know, is about the wanderer. And so it is about being um, the fool in the tarot to be the ingenue, to be naive in the most beautiful, pure way and to see that we are navigating. The wanderer is about navigating, and it's being the stranger in a strange land. It's about the new. And so we're going to build on this theme. So really, October, this this 10, this the wanderer is going to be taking us forward. It's going to be um, a staple, a foundation of the new. And so they wanted me, so that's been playing and playing and playing all this last week since the show last week. Um, and so it starts, it's the foundation. So as you're joining us, thank you, Anne and Elizabeth, both from France. Um, hello, Spirit Family, sending calm, cool vibes to all. Beautiful. And hello, everyone. Hope everyone is having a good day. Ditto, ditto to all of you. Thank you for joining. As you're joining us, please put in the comments that you're here, where you're joining us from. And as you all know, throughout the broadcast, please put your comments in if you have questions, and we will incorporate them throughout the broadcast um, as we go through this information. So just to recap really quickly, I want to go through last week. I'm just going to go through the, the highlights. Hexagram 56, it's the Wanderer. And they talked about the boundless expanse opens before you. And then they said ye and thee. And it's about this bringing together. It was the ponytail. Remember that all the strands of ourselves unite. They come together. Every lifetime we've ever been, it's like the best of the best. We're going to harvest the best of the best. We're going to cream of the crop. And we're going to bring this all together. And it's going to culminate. And we're going to utilize that to move forward. And they said, ever expanding, be mindful in your approach. And we're going to see how the Seven of Cups is playing out again here. Um, they said, align your will to divine will. Have the courage to walk the talk. And this is really about being in alignment, knowing what is really true for yourself and following it. Come what may, follow it. <laughs> don't become diverted. Don't give up. Don't become discouraged. Um, see it through, walk the talk. Um, they gave us Nikola Tesla about 
how he created in his mind first over and over, and how he said that what he was astonished by was that people lacked patience. And that, and you're going to see how this plays out again, this lack of patience versus he did everything in his mind, practiced it, putting it together, each creation, each invention. And he did so until it, he knew it was done. It was complete and ready. Then he brought it forth. There was never any prototypes. He saw it. He created it in his mind in, in the fourth dimension and brought it through. And the last thing they said last week was tread lightly lest you make an impact. And remember, that was both an impact in the positive or the negative. And you'll see how that is playing out again this week. So let's move into this week and welcome Anne, welcome Kim, welcome Alicia. Um, from Erie. Anne is in Erie, Pennsylvania. Kim is in Canada, Ontario, Canada and Alicia in Los Angeles. So welcome around the globe. This is what I love this because it's so exciting that all of you join from around the globe. It's this beautiful soul family. So thank you all for joining each and every week and for sharing your wisdom and your comments and how this resonates with you and everything. So let's move right in to today is October 12th, 2022. Now, what's interesting about today, and welcome Deborah from Virginia. So what's interesting about today is we have double tens. When you add up 10, 12, 20, 22, it becomes a 28, which becomes a 10. And you'll see why. Um, hello, Donna from Mesa, Arizona. So you'll see how the and double tens. And I want to go to that first. It's, it's item number three on the list. And you'll see, because hexagram 28 is what we're going to be talking about today. And it can be about critical mass. It's also known as great exceeding. And then we're going to see how when we exceed, great exceeding, when we exceed greatly, is it positive? You know, is it, it's, a, it's a six year, right? So 2022 is a six year. Is it a positive exceeding, or is it a is it a proactive um, exceeding, or is it a reactive? Is it a, a potentially negative reactive type of exceeding, and thereby, in essence, ex excess? We do something to excess that's a negative, that's harmful, or we do something that's very profound. We exceed a boundary, we exceed a limitation, a belief, and thereby it. It's like a quantum leap. It moves us forward. And so with it being a double 10, these double tens, and they said, and the tens represent new beginnings, new opportunities, new direction, new adventures. And so we want to be looking. We want to be mindful as we begin, you know, here's October, this whole new. It's like, it's like they're, they put down a line, like a demarcation. And it says, from this point forward, go forward, move forward. And so be watching, be open, be resilient, be mindful that we literally have double tens. And it means double opportunities. It's not a one-off. It's doubles. New beginnings, new opportunities, new direction, new adventures. How might they present themselves? 
And then we also, because of the day, it's the 12th, 12 is like the number of utopia. And what they said was, here's the 12, and they said utopia, that something extra, something special, something extra special, you get the, you get the gist, that puts it, in quotes, over the top. So what this is saying is double new beginnings. You're going to have more than one um, new beginning, opportunity, new direction, new adventure. They can be multiples of. And you're going to have this third. It's like boom, double boom, and an extra. And then you're going to have this something extra, something special, something extra special that just kicks it all over the top that leaves you kind of mouth hanging open going, ah, because we didn't see it coming. It's like in that, in that sense, what they're saying to me in the moment is everything that we've been waiting for. So everything that you've been hoping for, waiting for, looking for, searching for, wanting, it comes, it presents itself. It comes to be, it comes to pass. And it's more than one. So it's boom, double boom, and an extra. And all of it, it's kind of like the extra is the thing that just makes you go, I mean, all of it's going to be, you can see me smiling. <laughs> so the energy of it is just magic and awe. And, and it's not, to, you know, it's not, I, I never blow smoke up anyone. No, no. I, I listen and I tell you what's happening. And they're saying that, you know, we've waited for this time a long time. and thus. In each of your lives, in each of our lives, be looking, be open for what are the doubles? What moves you? Is it a new job and a new city, a new location? Is it a new relationship and a new career? Is it starting your new, your new business and finding love? And just when you thought it couldn't get any better, just when you thought, you know, miracles, you know, cease to exist, comes the utopia piece, that extra something, extra special that you just didn't, all of it, you didn't expect, and it just tips the scales. It, it tips it, it puts it over the top. And that's where you, you know, pinch yourself, you know, you go, really? Is this real? Is this real? Because that's what they're talking about. With that comes, and let me just bring this up because we've been talking about this for a while, and I want to show you the because the seven of cups and so what we're looking at is on the far right is the star card in the center is judgment and you see how it's the, the angel in the judgment card is archangel michael and you see the people below looking up to the skies to the stars to the heavens they're in the purity of their of their nakedness meaning in the purity of their their being and they're rejoicing they're excited. They're, they're, it's like the trumpet's being blown, and it's like, here it is. The Seven of Cups is on the far left of your screen. And the Seven of Cups is all about discernment, because it's all about having sometimes too many options, too many choices. And so, of course, analysis paralysis, right? There can be the the thing where we get stuck in our mind or something. And so the beauty of these three cards together and the beauty with these double tens and the 12 is the fact that 
The Seven of Cups is going to be about discernment. It's about remembering, listening to your soul, listening internally. It's not going to be your mind all the time. Your mind, the ego mind personality, right? It will want to barter, beg, borrow, barter, negotiate, all of these things. Fear, tell you you can't have it. It won't work out right. That's mind. That's that's the monkey mind. What you want to do is remember, listen to your soul. Connect to your soul source connection. Feel it. It's a feeling. It's a knowing. And what's on offer, what, what the judgment, what Archangel Michael is heralding, is what's is the judge is the star card. It's the see the waters. That's the the spirit, the soma, the wisdom, the divine gifts, divine nature. It's bringing forth, and look how abundant and beautiful and full she is, and just rich. So, what's on offer is what she's providing. The star. It's being heralded. You're being awakened. You're being shown what's yours. It will always be yours. You don't have to compete. It's yours. And then use Seven of Cups. Use discernment in selecting because you may have had more than one desire. And or, you know, it's not that it's a test, but the universe says, walk the talk. What do you really want? You can go, you know, it's like going to the buffet, right? To the beautiful brunch or something. And, you know, there's a hundred things at the brunch. One would say you're not going to sit down and eat every single, you know, item that's there. So discernment. Highest and best. Depth of, the, of, of what's yours. Purity of what's yours. And that's what this brings forth. And so discernment. Seven of Cups and discernment. Just keep Seven of Cups discernment. As these things present, keep hammering it home. If it helps you, download an image of the Seven of Cups, print it out, put it up. And that way, as these things come, you know to use your discernment, your soul source connection. So, because that is, again, it's, it's number three, but it's the double tens. So let's move into... And let me know, I, I can see that um, Anne said, I'm excited. Yes, exactly. I mean, literally, you can see me beaming because the energy of it and the knowing of it. And, and, and they're also saying, let's be, you know, it's, it's again, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take place it, it, over the course of time, but meaning um, relatively, relatively soon. They're saying relatively new, meaning towards the end of this year, into the beginning of next year, all of this kind of like a, you know, an immediacy to a three, six month, it's going to, it's going to, it's like a projectile. It's going to move you forward in these next six months. It's really going to set the tone and set the tone for 2023. It's going to set the tone and you're going to have this movement and this fluidity and Yes, it's the holidays, end of year, and all that good stuff. However, and Mars goes retrograde uh, here for a little bit. However, it's still going to be, you're going to notice when the time to move is, when the time to act, to move, to initiate. And when it is, 
do it. And do it with knowing, with absolute knowing that it's it's for you, it's yours, and it's the right thing to do. Um, so let's go to the main theme of this week and, and really these energies of October. And it's it's a beautiful piece that fits in, um, and it's called Crossing the Line, hyphen, Beyond the Ordinary. So what this says, what this means is, we're crossing the line. And I said earlier, right at the top of the show, there's there's like this demarcation line. We're crossing the line beyond the ordinary. So we're going from ordinary to extraordinary. It's going to amplify, magnify. It's going to come alive. You're going to come alive. <laughs> it's going to be this kind of energy because it's been a bit stagnant, right? I mean, from the whole thing, like, the pandemic and everything was this great reset, this great cleansing, a clearing, a cleansing, a, a reorging. And you're going to see how this image, I'm going to bring it up right now for you. This image, it's like a circus tent, but it's the tent pole. And you can see in this image, it's magical, right? It's, it's, it reminds you of our youth and when you're young and you go to the fair or the carousel, like the beautiful carousel in Paris. And, you know, it's like it's whimsical and everything. And then you see all of the hot air balloons, which is indicative of the fact that it's like moth or caterpillar to butterfly. That we can go higher. We can have a grander view of things. We can have a greater experience. It's also, though, talking about the fact, and I use this, this image, the tent pole, because critical mass and great exceeding speaks to the fact that the old, the weight of the old, the tent pole, the roof, can't sustain. It's going to collapse. So it's a huge reminder that we're crossing this line beyond the ordinary. We're moving beyond it. And what happens when you're in any structure and the roof starts to collapse? What do you do? <laughs> well, you run for the exits. You run to get somewhere that's safe because the old is crumbling. The old is collapsing. However, the beauty of this is that the new is this image. Remember, the ideal is the new reality. So here is this like awe and wonder and magic, miracles, all these beautiful things that are available to us. They've always been available to us, but they've also been veiled. They've been weighed down. And the weight of that is causing the roof to collapse. And that's what Hexagram 28 speaks to. It speaks to the fact that the old, we're at a critical mass point. We're at this great exceeding point. And, and thereby, we're going to cross the line beyond the ordinary. And I want to just read a few things to you. We're going to talk about this and bounce back and forth a little bit. But it talks about the fact that hexagram 28 shares its core concept with hexagram 62. They're known as exceeding, and it's guo, great or small. So it means great or small exceeding. The central idea is crossing a line, whether that's a standard of morality or of customs 
or a border in time, such as in the changing of the year. This is about such as the changing in a way of life, an era. It's that central idea of crossing that line. And it says, and so in readings, these hexagrams, 28 and 62, but we're focused on 28, tend to describe transitions. Complete this crossing. Go beyond what's familiar or expected, and you'll find yourself in a whole new landscape. And remember just a couple shows ago, everything, the, the, all of the Sabian symbols were about the new, the new, the new. And here we're talking about you'll find yourself in a whole new landscape. It goes on to say that you cross the line. And let me bring up a, a um, here we are. You cross the line. You go beyond the ordinary, which can mean either transgression or transcendence, excess or exceeding. At least nowadays, the character also means passing from one form of life to another. It can be from like life to death, but that's figurative is what we're talking about. So we literally die, the old dies, and there's a rebirth. Ten, there's a rebirth. We've gone through the cycle. And so, and this is where you'll see where they're talking about the seven of cups and discernment. They're talking about you know, tread lightly. Ten is hexagram. Ten is about treading, and they're saying tread lightly, be conscious, be awake, be alert, be mindful, because your great exceeding. The exceeding can be a transgression or transcendence. It can be excess or exceeding, and so we want to be mindful of that truth. And then it says, great or small, the distinction between hexagram 62 and 28 isn't necessarily in the scale of the transition, though, but more in how you make the crossing and what it requires of you. Small exceeding calls for exceeding smallness, caution, humility, and, uh, and above all, careful attention to present reality. So you can see small exceeding. It's asking you to exceed where you've made life, you've made your life small. You need to move beyond self-imposed limiting beliefs, thoughts, actions. I can't have it. It won't happen. Blah, 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 blah. That's small exceeding. So you can get the message of each moment and respond. Great exceeding means crossing line in a big way, impelled by necessity, but, but responding with imagination, seeing how things can be different. So great exceeding, so again, excess. We don't want excess. <laughs> we want great exceeding. We want the positive. So it can literally be, I'm picking up and moving. I'm leaving this relationship to reclaim my identity, myself. I'm accepting this relationship or I'm entering a new partnership. All things that move you, great exceeding, that are impelled by necessity because your soul source connection, your divine GPS is guiding you. It's moving you. And so it's a quantum leap. It's a quantum leap of faith. And you can see, though, how 
this keeps playing the seven of cups discernment you know it's like live or memorex which one's real which one is absolutely mine and and they're saying to be mindful too of am i done with this lesson meaning when something might be presented to you as one of these opportunities and it triggers a mm, been there done that this is feeling like the old pass on bypass that cup because the issue or the the question is are you done with that lesson if you're not you're going to pick up that cup however if you are seven of cups well there's six other cups to choose from and just because the new hasn't arrived yet that next option hasn't arrived yet doesn't mean it's not coming doesn't mean it's not on offer it's just the way the universe, your soul with the universe, you've said, okay, let me ensure that I'm done with this lesson so as to receive the next great thing, the next great offering. Um, and so, and again, I'm just going to go back to this quickly, this image, because it is of the tent pole. This is the, I mean, look how fairy tale esque and divine, amazing this is. The tent, the big tent. They speak. They speak about this in from political terms, like, is your political party a big tent party, meaning everyone's got a place at the table? Well, that's what this signifies. It's not a collapsing tent, which is what hexagram twenty-eight is speaking to. It's about being conscious of the old is is finished. It's collapsing. The new magic. You can, in the hot air balloon, you can go to the highest heights and see, you know, the, the eagle eye view of things. You can be in the big tent. There's a place for everyone in the table, at the table. The tent is large enough for everyone. Beautiful, beautiful imagery associated with this. And they literally said, as the first thing, look for the magic in the miracles. As you reach for the stars, there's more to be seen than meets the eye. So they're saying to us, look for the magic and the miracles, like in the big tent, in the image of the tent, with the hot air balloons and the carousels and the, the imagination, the fantasy of it, because those are our hopes, our dreams, our wishes, our desires. They're created from our imagination, from our enthusiasm, from our inspiration, from our love, from our soul source connection. And they're saying, look for the magic in the miracles as you reach for the stars. We're not bottom feeding. We're not crawling along. The caterpillar moment is done. We're not, we're not earthbound in that way anymore. We're reaching for the stars. It's the butterfly. It's the hot air balloon. It is, look at humans going to suborbital to, and this is private industry. It's not NASA and, and the astronauts. It's individual private humans going out and looking one direction into absolute limitless vast void space. And looking back at Earth as this beautiful creation, this globe. One could say that's the image of the tent that they're showing us. 
So look for the magic and the miracles reach for, as you reach for the stars. And there's more to be seen than meets the eye. The, the, there's a beautiful um, it's scripture, and it says, Blessed are those um, who believe but do not see. So in essence, what it's saying is, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. You don't want to be in that camp. You'll know. You'll feel it. You'll see it internally. And then allow that, the beauty of that connection, that energy, that source to propel you, to move you, to reach for the stars, to see the magic and the miracles, even when your eyes, your eyes may not be seeing it, but you know inside, you can feel it. I don't know if my, my cheeks are hurting, I'm smiling so hard, so. <laughs> um, and let me know, put in the comments how this is resonating, if you have questions about it, if you want further explanation about something, I just want to make sure you're receiving everything. The next thing they talked about was hurried exploration will not hasten your step. So hurried exploration. This is not about you having to move like a Tasmanian devil or so fast that you're, you're missing it. It's not about running to a destination. So hurried exploration will not hasten your step. Be thorough, examining, questioning, yet, yet expeditious. So what they're telling us is don't be, there's a difference between being hurried and being expeditious. There's a difference. Hurried, we're in our mind, we're disconnected, we're not seeing everything, we're falling over things, we're stubbing our toe, we're missing things. So be thorough, be ex examine, question, look at it. Just do it in an expeditious manner. Not a hurried manner, but an expeditious manner, meaning that you're moving with the flow of the events. Things may come up where it's like, this opportunity is now. If it's right for you, be thorough, examine it, question it, look at it, feel it. And if it's yours, move, execute, be expeditious. Because again, you know, circles, cycles of time, circles of time, it may take a moment for it to come back around to you if it does. And again, if it's meant for you, you'll know it's yours. You're not having to compete for something. But just make sure that you are expeditious. You're expediting while being thorough. So let me bring in some of your, put my specs on here. And um, Debbie saying, thank you for your, uh, Debbie Harris, thank you for your words. Very true. Kelly is joining us from Dogwood Shores, Tennessee. Um, Elizabeth is saying, so needed this beautiful reminder. Thank you so much. And Debbie Harris, on point, needed this guidance. Yes, this is this is the beauty of the moment, is for all of us to awaken, to remember what's on offer, and that we have crossed this line. We are at this crossing of the line beyond the ordinary. We're moving away from the old, and we can see it. We can see literally in world events, in institutions and everything, how the old is crumbling. 
because it is exactly that. It's it's of the Piscean era, 2,000 plus years, and the Aquarian era is here. And the Aquarian era, represented by the star card, is the pouring out of the higher wisdom, the higher octaves, and the where the ideal is the reality. And so this is where it's moving us. Um, then they talked about um, item number four and four being a number of foundation. And they said, contained within the all is everything. And then it was the numbers, so 10, one, zero, two, eight. And we're looking at this, so one, creative force, source, creative energy, creative power. The, the zero, the whole of the whole. The two, the receptive force. So yin, yeah, yang, yin, yin, yang. The purity of the void, the purity of the light. And then eight, the infinity, the, the magic. And so they're saying contained within the all is everything. What they're saying to each of us is we have everything we need. We're going to have everything we need. What's yours? You pull out your soul contract, you look in the fine print, <laughs> and you go, I'll be darned. Everything I need is there, provided for. We just have to be open. Remember what it says there's more to be seen than meets the eye. We may not see it with our eyes yet, but something's going to tell us, oh, I know this is happening. Oh, I know this to be true. Oh, I know I'm going that way. It's a knowing. And that's another way of, it's, it's really the greatest way of seeing. And thus, if you know to take a step in action or an inaction, listen. Because it's going to deliver you. It's going to usher you in so that you realize, contained within the all, you as the all. I have everything I need. It may, it may not look like that on the outside, right? Your eyes deceiving. It can be deceiving. I may not have the money. I may not have the, the, the faith. I may not have... Da, 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 da. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Elf on a shelf. Put that on the shelf and just recalibrate. Listen. And say, mm -hmm. okay, let me go forward. Let me go this way. And listen. Let me bring in Anne's comment. Um, when you have a hurried frame of mind, you cannot feel things correctly. I have been reminding myself to slow down. Exactly, Anne. This is exactly what they're talking about. Because again, that hurried exploration, that, that desire to get where we're going and we're hurried, it's a mess. That's a mess. When we are doing it from a state of thoroughness, of examining, of slowing down, to connect, to listen. Then it's just, it's effortless because it's, it's all aligned. And, and it brings me to one of the last things that I'm going to talk to you about, hexagram 28. Number five, which is, um, five represents change and everything. And it was a single word. And they gave me the word 
harmony. And harmony means a combination of parts into a pleasing or orderly whole, congruity. So it means, it's like we're the story, and they, and they talk about this where when you put events, so let's take our lives or your individual lives, and you see how the series of events are congruent, and they tell a story. They tell the same story, the joy of the same story. And thus, that is being in a state of harmony. It's in a state of bliss because it's all congruent. It's all harmonic. It's all migrating and moving you to the new, to your new. And, and they said with all of this, they were talking about the purity of truth. And it's important to remember the truth speaks for itself. It doesn't need any dressing up. It doesn't need any explanation. It doesn't require defense. The truth speaks for itself. And literally, truth is something, truth and lie, you can feel them. You know when someone's lying to you. You know when someone's speaking the truth because it speaks for itself. And there's a beautiful idiom that says, you know, the truth becomes a part of your past, a lie, your future because you have to keep telling the lie. You have to keep remembering the lie. The truth, it's behind you, it's in the past. And so they're talking about this, this crossover moment, this crossing the line is about the purity of truth, being aligned with the purity of your truth, the purity of your being, the purity of where you're going, the purity of your intentions, the purity of your thoughts. It's all aligning. And they also then said, moving beyond the veil. And so one would say, they said, beyond the ordinary, beyond the veil. So as extraordinary as life can be, because it's veiled, it's ordinary. Remove the veil, the veil gets removed. Oh, I'm going to bring this. Bring this beautiful image back up. Remove the veil. And, and the, the judgment card heralds the veil being removed. Look, you know, in their nakedness, in the purity of their being, there's no veil. The star card, she's in the purity of her being. She is in her I am state of being. That is what's being ushered forward. That is what's moving beyond the veil. Means we go from color to technicolor. We go from ordinary to extraordinary. Because it's always been there. It's just been veiled. We had to work harder to get it. Well, now it's about opening to the way. Opening to it. Receiving it. And the only, um, you know... Enlightenment, caution, enlightenment, and I don't like using the word caution, but it's uh, conscientiousness, the awareness, is seven of cups. Be mindful of what you're choosing. Be mindful of why you're choosing it. What is the purity of your intention? Because it will, it dictates the experience. And when you know, uh, mm, like we said earlier, that's not for me. I've already been there, done that. Nope. Okay. You just move on by and you know that there's 
there's this limit. Look how the cups are coming on clouds. Well, because it's limitless. It's being offered from the divine. It's a soul source connection opportunity. And so this is where, and when these things are aligned, it's the harmony of it. It's the purity of the truth of it. And one of the last things that I, that I saw when I was doing this, I was reading and it said, room to breathe. So remember to make space. Remember, as Anne shared, to slow down. Room to breathe. That will, if you're hurried, if, if it's overwhelming you, if the options are coming at you and it's over or you, or the worry that they won't, the belief that they won't come, the anxiety that they won't arrive. Make room to breathe. Slow down, come back into center and align and say, oh, but they will. Because while the old crumbles, the new, it's the, it's the phoenix. It's the ashes and the rebirth, the death and the rebirth. So as the old collapses, the new rises. It's just the way it works. And the new moves beyond the veil. It moves beyond time. It moves beyond what our eyes can see. It awakens, they're saying to me, it awakens the, the inner light, the inner knowing. Um, it's, it's the green emerald. It's like this emerald that's glowing. And it has everything. Remember the Toth and the em emerald tablets and everything. It's Hermes Trismegistus. It's all of this wisdom and divine wisdom and knowledge. Well, that light in your it's held in your stern in your sternum illuminates, and all of a sudden, ah, things are things are not what they appear to be because they're not the old anymore. And as we cross these lines and as the double tens come, it opens everything. Let me bring in, um, I'm going to put my specs back on and just go to um, hexagram 28. And it says, to follow the energy of life, you will discover that it is always seeking the best of what you might become. The hidden influence is number one, creative, initiate. So you can see here's the one. Its underlining cause is 27. Nourishing vision. Nourishing. It's an internal thing. Nourishing vision. It's to nurture. And so, in essence, in, from the inside out. So as we look for these, as these things come about, see them, feel them. Talk from the inside out. Talk about them from the inside out. And really, it's about feeling them, which brings about a knowing, which brings about inspiration, enthusiasm. You, you know, it might be an invitation or someone calls you up and says, hey, let's go. And where you'd normally say no, you listen and you go, yes. And because you went, something happens. It's this type of thing. It's bringing it. It's initiating it from the inside out. Because the old way, remember the tent pole collapsing, the roof is collapsing. The old way is collapsing. And so your old way, it may be the old way of thinking. It may be an old way of speaking. It may be an old place. 
an old job, an old relationship. Old. The old is collapsing. Make space, make room to breathe so as to receive the new. So 28, um, which is, again, great exceeding or critical mass, it's known as ta-kul, can have the message that something is too much or a situation has come to a condition of critical mass and adjustment is needed. The roof has become too heavy for the support of the ridge poles or foundation. Exuberance of thought or ideas are weighing down on an old foundation that was built to support the past. And so as we can see, like, are we going about things the old way? Human beings are creatures of habit. We do the same thing over and over and over and over again. And so it's saying that those, that these ways, the old ways are over. So it's not going to support the foundation, the roof. It's, it's too heavy. It's not going to support it. Being out of touch with the reality of the situation or excess of some kind can be at play. And remember, I'm just going to bring this up because we're talking about the reality of something. And it says, when we suspend the reality we are in or believe we are in, a new reality emerges. So, again, because being out of touch with the reality of the situation or excess of some kind can be at play. So we want to be mindful. Yes, I get it. It can look like it looks. I get it. (laughs) And yet. We can suspend that reality to say, to listen, to breathe, to make space and say, show me my reality. Show me my new reality. And then listen. And you're going to get the feelings. You're going to get it. Do something. If you get up every morning at 6, 5.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock, and you make coffee and you do, change something. And see how it changes you. Because it, when you change it, if you get up and the first thing you do is you look at your, your cell phone, you look at your smartphone and you do your emails, change it. See how that, take a walk instead of doing your emails. Spend a moment in your garden or something. Do a five-minute meditation instead of. Switch up your routine. So as to, because what does it do? It, it creates new energy. The old is done. So create something new that brings in the beautiful image of the new, which is this beautiful, this beautiful carousel, big tent, um, hot air balloons, butterfly, limitless type. Because again, all of these things are congruent. They're going to start telling, they're going to bring to you a new story. They're going to bring to you your new story. So, Taku suggests the hidden influence of the creative at the root of the situation, where this tension is actually the driving force of great creativity and accomplishment. So the creative force is changing. That's what's driving all of this. The creative force is driving this. And there's the one. So, nature uses tension to pull all things beyond the known. Opposites collide and all are lifted to a higher, more sustainable level. So see, it's saying right here, the hidden influence of the creative at the root of the situation, at the root of this time, 
where this tension is actually the driving force of great creativity and accomplishment. Nature uses tension to push all things beyond the known. This is where we have to, we're going to force ourselves, we're going to push ourselves. The creative force is pushing us to move beyond what we know. Opposites collide. Look at the old, look at what we see in the world as the old, and look at what we can feel and see and know as, and in the image of the new, this new opportunity. Opposites collide, endings, beginnings. They collide and all are lifted to a higher, more sustainable level. Because the arc of destiny, the arc of time moves forward. And so this collapse, this critical mass, this great exceeding, is intentional. It's source pushing us, moving us out of our, out of our way, beyond our comfort zones, so as to receive the new. And it says, even while critical mass feels uncomfortable, it will lead to a readjustment. In this case, you may have to push beyond what you feel is limiting you by adapting and adjusting. You may need to stand alone with no support during this time of crisis and simply give form to your vision inside, seeing it, allowing it to manifest and bring you excitement and joy and enthusiasm. Too much of a good thing is not always good. So Takuo can also suggest moderation. So this is, again, is it excess or exceeding? You don't want excess. You want exceeding. Exceeding can be moving beyond the small. Exceeding can be taking that quantum leap of faith. Excess is just too much, quote-unquote, of a good thing. Excess. Too much negative thought. Too much too much, I want to say the word joy, too much joy, meaning too much, you know, too much, too much fun, excess. So, and that can take on forms that are, you know, double card, taboo, too much drink, too much gambling, too much smoking, too much partying, too much playing, too much. That's excess. Excess. So nourishing vision without putting it to proper use reveals an underlining cause of perhaps needing to come out and show the world what you have been working on. So what this is talking about is if you're nourishing it, but you're not initiating, you're not acting, when the opportunity comes and you don't act, well, then you've missed it. Or here you might be hiding and you need to come out. You need to show the world what you've been working on. or one of our one of our soul family, Haley, um, bringing out all with her work with the tarot and everything. She's amazing, and the comfort of bringing this out so that others may receive her gifts, and the joy of what she does. That is what this is speaking to. There can also be a perfectionist who spends a lot of time practicing, but is fearful of competition or feedback. So again, remember. And, and we're going to talk about this as well in an upcoming show about we are the custodians of this moment, of this lifetime. We are the custodians of our divine source, soul source energy and talents. It's about bringing that through. And it's about realizing that you're not in competition. What's yours is yours. No need. Contained within the all is everything. You don't need to compete. Even when there's, you know, 200 people applying for the job 
if that's what you're going for. Should it be the right place, right time, right everything? Because it is the exceeding, you're going to, it's going to be yours. Likewise, if it is all those same things, but it's a repeat, been there, done that, and you don't pass it up, it's going to be yours again. Because what you're saying to the universe is, I'm not done with this lesson. When you're done with the lesson, you pass that cup and you go to the you you accept the next opportunity. Everything will align though perfectly for you. It's just, are you done with this lesson or are you not done with it? And oh, you're done and this is the new, you're ready for the new. Boom. Caterpillar, butterfly. So So there's this beautiful, so it says, however, this can be a situation where ideas have taken over what is actually witnessed as experience. You may be heaping an old way of thinking on a foundation of the past. Either way, a quantum leap in a new way of interacting is in the air. The old way of interacting is not sustainable, and the old paradigm will crumble. We're seeing the old paradigm crumble. We are seeing in world events. In, in countries where the divine feminine has been held down and they are in uprise. They are saying no more because the tent isn't small. It's not the old paradigm. It's not the old foundation. It's not the old way. The new way, everyone has a place at the table, big tent. And what a big, beautiful tent. So, great exceeding slash critical mass holds the essence of the sage's greatest lesson. Tranquility in disturbance. It is not expectation that you hold to. It is the certainty that everything is unfolding perfectly to create change. You succeed because you find that the tension can actually generate excitement and the joy of doing what, what I call the works. It's no longer work. It's the works. It is the buffet. It is the banquet. And thereby, it's the works because it's what your soul genuinely wants to do. It's what you're, and thus, it's not work. It's joy. Even the most laborious, tedious actions, when it's aligned with your soul source connection, is joy. It's, it's works. And so here, when we culminate with all of these, and, and, and let me just give you this last quote as well. It says, like erosion, you are no match for life's perpetual gusts and storms that come to soften and renew a hardened landscape. That's from Cafe O Soul, Carrie Hone from Cafe O Soul. Because Again, the weight of the structure, the, the foundation won't hold it, the roof is going to collapse because the weight that we have placed on the old way, 2,000 plus years of the Piscean era, of institutions, of laws, of ways of being, of caterpillar being grounded, the, the new age, the new era doesn't 
doesn't work with this. And once you put too much on it, too much expectation, too many rules, too much excess, too much, it collapses. It collapses of its own accord. And so this is where we want to, you know, do some, you know, they're saying do some hefty housekeeping within, meaning just, just look, look at your environments, look within mind, words, actions, and purify, cleanse, release, let go. See how, see what you're able and willing to let go of. Because the new, the new requires it. The new uh, demands it. <laughs> the new affords it. <laughs> and so, because the new is harm, the new is in harmony. It's congruent. Everything is aligned. Everything fits. Everything is exactly the way. Pull out your soul contract. Exactly the way. And you said you wanted it. And remember, you said you wanted to be here for this time of transition, for this crossing the line beyond the ordinary. That's what your soul came here to experience. Now all we have to do is just, you know, hands off the wheel, right? Take our hands off the wheel and enjoy the process. Because we can go kicking, uh, you know, I, I went to, uh, at one point I moved to, to Paris, uh, France. From, from Los Angeles. And at the very end of three years of living there, um, a person that was connected via colleagues and everything said, you know, you really embodied living here. Unlike others that came from the States, you really embodied living here. And there was there was an awareness in that because again, Hexagram 56, the wanderer. I had never lived abroad, did not speak a foreign language, did not speak French. Um, and what was required of me was a choice. And the choice was to literally be mindful, to be like a baby again. You're going to learn to crawl, and then you'll learn to walk, and you'll learn to talk, and you'll learn things. But be childlike, be like a baby. And that afforded me great joy because it was a choice. Because otherwise, I had an expectation. And that expectation is the way it was in Los Angeles should be the way it is in Paris. And there couldn't be something farther from the truth. Polar opposites. And by far, it's one of my greatest. Um, life experiences, because that that experience taught me it opened up my world, and I was the stranger in a strange land. Lifetime friends, lifetime like priceless moments, and that's what this is about as well. And and I re I recognized that the other day. I thought, ah, that was the precursor. That moment of moving from giving up everything I knew and moving from Los Angeles to Paris, foreign land, foreign country, everything different, and having to learn all of that all over again and how I chose to do that really set the tone for the experience. And that's what this individual was speaking to, was that you really 
embodied living here. And because it was, it, as you can see, it was such a joy. It was such a joy and such a gift. That is what October onward, October and beyond, it's such a gift. How we walk through it is up to us. So do it by smaller, great, exceeding. Do it by looking for the magic in the miracles and reaching for the stars. You're a butterfly, not a caterpillar. There's much to be seen than meets the eye. Hurried exploration will not hasten your steps. Be thorough, examine, question, yet be expeditious. There is a difference between hurried and expeditious. There's going to be double tens and a 12, double opportunities, and that's something, something extra, something special, something extra special that just puts it over the top for you. Use Seven of Cups, use your discernment. And contained within the all is everything. Don't think for a second that you won't have what you need, that you won't be provided for, that it won't turn out well. Just, however, again, be mindful, be conscious. And when you know that you're repeating something or when you know that your intention is not pure, when you know that it's, it's less, when you know that it's a caterpillar, not a butterfly, make room to breathe and choose other, uh, otherwise. Choose differently. Because otherwise you're going to have that experience. And last but not least, allow harmony to be your guide. When it's all, when all the combined parts are congruent, telling the same story, elevating you, lifting you higher, delivering you, moving you to that place where you want to be, then you really know that you're crossing the line and uh, beyond the ordinary and moving into the land of extraordinary. So thank you all so very much for listening and joining from around the globe. Uh, we couldn't love you more. Thank you for all of your comments. Um, if you're moved to, please like, share, and subscribe with the video and everything so that others come to this beautiful soul family that you all are creating. Um, and just, you are the magic in the miracles, and you are the stars that we reach for. So thank you very much. We look forward to seeing you next Wednesday and tomorrow as part of the private group. We are doing our uh, Join the Call. It's a 60 to 90 minute um, private call for the members in the private group. And we just see what comes from the unseen and we discuss your questions um, and see what happens. It's, it's all about continuing the journey. So we look forward to seeing you then and I look forward to seeing you next week. Be well, everyone. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.